Happy Monday, guys. I am extremely upset. I just recorded a 30-minute podcast. 30 minutes. And I'm using my new podcast equipment. There's no sound. I just talked for 30 minutes, and there's no sound anywhere. I didn't record it on video. The only place I recorded it was right here. And we're going to do this again. Honestly, it might be a blessing. It was... um. 30 minutes long and my full intention was 15 to 20 minutes. So maybe now that I've gotten all my rants out, I can make it a little bit more concise. Okay, I'm just going to brush that off. We are going to start fresh. This is going to be 15 to 20 minutes, not 30. And I am 99% sure that it's working this time. If I have to start all the way over, that would be, that would be something else. That would be a real test. Um, But yes, my podcast equipment's in. It's nothing crazy fancy. I just got um, a little basic set from Amazon. Um, It does seem to be working pretty well. I just need to figure out and make sure that it's working properly before I record 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, As far as just a personal update, I am training for several weightlifting competitions. I have one coming up in, I think, five weeks, May 20th. I have one in july and then if i qualify i'll be going out to california on it's actually for my birthday september um if i qualify for that one which i i've been really committed lately to being an athlete and to weightlifting so if that is where this year takes me i will not be upset at all it's been super fun um 75 hard's going well i'm on day 43. i'm kind of at the point where I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm a little bit over it. <laughs> I know that sounds terrible. I'm going to finish it just to finish it. Um, but I've also realized there's certain things that certain tasks that I actually feel like are holding me back from a better version of myself. And I'll go into that later. But when I complete 75 hard, I do plan to do the live hard program, but I kind of want to do it on my own terms. And I don't I don't know the live hard program yet. I'll have to look into it, but um, it is going well. Business is really good. I'm careful to use the word busy because I think everyone's busy, um, but things have been very, very busy is not even the right word. It's just like one after another, and I will never complain about that. It's been fantastic. It is a lot of work, but it's been absolutely fantastic. And then um, this weekend is... Jared and I's uh, fourth year anniversary. So we are going to Asheville, North Carolina. There's an Omni Grove Park Inn that has its own golf course. And we got the PGA Tour package. So we are going to play golf all weekend. And I'm just praying for really, really nice weather. We're going to have so much fun. And in spirit of our anniversary this weekend, today we're actually going to talk about relationships. And I know you might be thinking, this is a mindset and business podcast. Why are we talking about relationships? But relationships are extremely important in business and our mindset directly affects each and every one of our relationships, including our own. So first and foremost, our relationships, not only with ourselves, but our relationships with other people are just the thoughts that we think about them. Take a minute to think about that. Your relationship with anyone in your life is just the thoughts that you think about them. 
It is not dependent on their actions or behaviors or choices. It's just what we think about them. So I've done a lot of, I guess, what you could call research on relationships and really just being able to be happy no matter what. Um, And I've learned so much about relationships. And I have two guiding principles that we're going to work off of today. And the reason that we're talking about this, again, is because our mindset directly affects all of our relationships. And you can't go one single day without being in relationship with someone, whether that just be yourself or that be other people. We have the power to have the best relationships possible. It's completely in our control. So the two principles are... Number one, drop all expectations. I know some people are going to get mad at me for that one, but that's what it is. Number one is drop all expectations. Number two is love unconditionally. So we're going to start by talking more about romantic relationships. So whether you're married or just dating, either one, I think um, I think these two principles will be a game changer if your relationship's not necessarily where you'd like it to be. So number one, dropping all expectations. We all, whether we realize it or not, have an instruction manual for not only ourselves, but everyone in our lives, and especially for the person we spend our life with. So what that looks like is kind of a do and don't list, maybe a to-do list, but it looks something like this. Maybe um, a good husband hugs and kisses me when he gets home. A good husband comes home when he says he'll come home. A good husband wants to spend time with me more than spending time with his friends. These are just examples. Maybe a good husband is faithful. A good husband does not cheat. A good husband wants to talk about my feelings. Now, here's the thing. We all have manuals and a lot of them are unconscious, but we hold the other person to these manuals that they have no instructions on. We have the instruction manual and we haven't shared it with them. And when they don't follow it, we get upset. And that's tough to navigate. So here's your options. You can share your preferences or your manual or your expectations with your spouse. And if they're able to meet you there, great. That's awesome. I'm a big advocate for at least asking. You know, if you never ask, the answer is no. If you want to be hugged more, state that. Ask that. Do that. Hug more. If you want to go on more dates, ask or do it. And you don't have to be angry at the other person, especially if you're a female. We want the the man to take control of everything. We don't have to be upset if they're not following our manual for their role in the relationship, right? However, if we state our manuals and state our preferences and they're not met or the other person doesn't change anything and they continue to be who they are, they continue to be themselves, it's not our place to get upset. And here's the key to the relationship. If we don't have expectations, if we don't have those manuals, we get a chance to appreciate the person that's actually in front of us. 
not our ideal version of them, not their full potential. We're not falling in love with a version of them that doesn't even exist yet or maybe ever. We're just appreciating the person that is right in front of us, the person that we live with for who they truly are. Now keep in mind, nobody's perfect. Nobody is perfect. We all have flaws. We all make mistakes. We all have different priorities. So if we can drop all the expectations, all the controlling and manipulating, all the, if you loved me, then you would do this. If you truly cared about me, then you would spend more time with me. If you really wanted this relationship, then blank. That's not love. That is manipulation. Okay. You might disagree with me, but I'm here to tell you I'm living proof of these two principles and I give my relationship an A++++++. I think it's phenomenal. Jared and I have so much fun. Now, don't get me wrong. We argue. We fight a little bit, but we also fight well. We don't, when we do argue, it's not to hurt the other person's feelings. It's more of just a conversation and we're always able to move forward. We never go to bed angry. You know, we deal with our problems. We talk about them. And I don't say that to brag. I say that because I, like I said, I'm living proof of these principles and how they can transform your relationship. And it does not require anything at all from the other person. So many people are probably going to get mad at me for saying that because they think it takes two, but I don't believe that at all. I think it takes one. And when you can show up as the best version of yourself, drop your expectations for the other person and love them unconditionally, the majority of the time, they're going to be more pleasant to be around because they don't have someone constantly trying to control them and manipulate them and giving them to-do lists and expecting things from them and wanting them to change and wanting them to be better and wanting them to grow into this version of themselves they don't even want to be. When you can just stop and let's talk about principle number two, when you can love them unconditionally without condition, the relationship gets a lot more fun. And if it's not fun, I don't want to be a part of it. (laughs) And I'm serious about that. Everything I do in my life, I want it to be fun. And if it's not fun, I'm going to find a way to make it fun. Not always. I guess sometimes I do just do things because I need to do them and get it over with whatever. But that requires a lot of discipline. Doing something that's not fun takes discipline. Discipline's not fun, okay? I have plenty of room in my life for other things that require discipline. I don't want my relationship to be one of them. My relationship's fun. So I think loving someone unconditionally is extremely difficult to do if you're not able to love yourself unconditionally. And what that means is can you love yourself when you make a mistake? Can you love yourself when you do something embarrassing? Can you love yourself when you hurt someone? Can you love yourself in any situation, no matter what choice you make? Can you love yourself and course correct when you need to? Now, if the answer is no, it's going to be extremely difficult to do that for other people because you haven't experienced it. You haven't practiced it. You haven't had a chance to know what that feels like and what it should feel like. Because here's the thing. Love is never painful. Love never hurts. Love is not frustrating. Love is not disappointing. Love is the best feeling in the world. Love always wins and love always produces the best result. I actually don't think you can argue that. 
love always wins. Always. I think, I think too many of us think that we're feeling love, but we call it painful. Like it hurts to love this person. It hurts. It's painful to love this person. But I think we have that wrong a little bit. It's not painful to love them at all. I think it feels really good to love someone. What's painful is when we think we know what's best and someone else is not doing what we think is best for them. That's what's painful. Disappointment is painful. Shame is painful. Guilt is painful. Love is never, ever painful. So if you feel like there's pain in a relationship of yours, it's not because of love. Okay, you can cross that off. It's something else. And maybe it's that we have too many expectations and we're constantly disappointed. So refer back to principle number one. (laughs) But loving someone without condition is, is tricky business. It is hard to accomplish because I think a lot of us, most of us, most of our relationships are completely conditional, completely conditional. For example, let's say you're in a committed romantic relationship and you have a non-negotiable. If this person cheats, I will no longer love them. But here's the beautiful thing. If someone cheats, you still have the option to love them and leave them, okay? You can love someone from a distance. If you have, or let's talk about maybe a parent-child relationship. If you have a child, maybe a grown child, an adult child, who is not making good decisions, not making the right choices, and They're not doing what you think would be best for them. That doesn't mean that you stop loving them. And it also doesn't mean that loving them hurts. It means that maybe you need to love them at a distance. You can love someone and not appreciate the choices that they make. Okay. Um, But I want you to think about your other relationships. So your friendships. Do you still love your friend when they hurt you? Do you still love your friend when they make a mistake? And that doesn't mean that you let somebody walk all over you and um, choose to be friends with someone who is who talks down to you or disrespects you. What this means is that you, again, you can love someone and choose not to be their friend. You can love someone and choose not to hang out with them because we have limited energy, right? Me personally, I want to spend all my energy on the people that I love most, maybe my five to maybe 10 closest friends and family get all of my energy and love. And those are the people that I love unconditionally. There's not a single thing they could do that would make me decide I don't love you anymore. They, they really don't get a choice. I love them regardless. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. Now, there are some people in the world who maybe aren't my cup of tea, and I absolutely have the power to love them unconditionally and be their best friend, but it would require an exorbitant amount of energy from me that I don't necessarily want to spend. And I hope that that makes sense. We, we can choose where we direct our energy, and I think it's best spent on the people closest to us. And What's crazy to me is that a lot of us spend the least amount of energy towards our family. We get irritated with them, frustrated with them. We're always fighting. We're always annoyed. We don't want to go home. 
and spend all this energy being a fake friendly version of ourselves to people we don't even care about. So if you feel like that's you, let's think about that. Let's do a little energy shift where we need to do an energy shift. Who deserves the most of our energy? Who do we want to give the most of our energy? Who are the people that you spend the majority of your life with? Because that's probably where you want to spend that time and energy. But I think at the end of the day, when you can love and appreciate someone wholly for who they are as is, accept them in an as is condition and never ever expect them to change, you can have such an amazing relationship that really will always be amazing because the good and the bad news is that relationships are all in your head. Relationships are the thoughts that you think about another person. And when, for example, I think about my relationship with Jared, it's not natural for negative or hateful thoughts to come up ever. I think very, very highly of Jared and I think very highly of our relationship and that repeats itself. So when I'm constantly thinking loving thoughts and fun thoughts and good thoughts about Jared and our relationship, in my opinion, our relationship is an A++++ because that's what I think about it. Now, if I wanted to, I could totally turn that around. I could find everything wrong with our relationship, all the negatives, and just put it on repeat. And I guarantee you within a week, our relationship would start deteriorating. We have total control of our relationship with other people because it's the thoughts that we think about them. So I think that's really powerful and I think it's great news because we get to improve the relationships we want to improve without the help of anyone else. We can do it right here, right now, today, and we don't even have to tell the other person that things are about to get really good. The bad news is, it's all in your head. <laughs> so if you are stuck on one of those negative repeat cycles and you have this just what you consider just a trashy negative relationship with someone, it's on you. And that can be hard to deal with. That can be hard to hear. That can be hard to accept. But you have the power at any point in time to change what you think about a person and in turn, your relationship with them will immediately change. And if you don't believe me, then try it. I highly encourage you to think about a relationship in your life that maybe isn't as great as you'd like it to be or a relationship that you want to improve. And I think first and foremost, realize the other person doesn't need to know about this. The other person does not have to change anything at all. And this is all going to be work that you do internally with yourself, and it will dramatically improve your relationship with them. Like I said, if you don't believe me, then try it, but keep it to yourself. This is not about the other person changing or doing anything differently. And I think that's very important because too many of us try to control and manipulate, especially the people closest to us, like our spouse. And it can cause a lot of tension. It can cause a lot of arguments and it can make the other person feel like they're not good enough for some reason. And I don't think that's love. I think you can motivate and inspire and, and push each other, but also not get upset when the other person doesn't want to change or doesn't do anything about it. Right? So 
and like I like I said earlier, I think you should start with yourself until you can until you can do this for yourself. It's going to be a lot harder to do it for other people. And you'll also realize once you can do it for yourself, your life as a whole gets a lot better, a lot juicier, a lot more fun, a lot lighter. There's not such a heaviness when you love yourself unconditionally and you don't have unrealistic expectations of yourself. But I recommend picking a relationship you'd like to improve and just jot down all your thoughts about them. Don't filter it. You might think some really horrible things. You might think some really wonderful things. Don't filter. Just write down what comes to you about this person and about your relationship with this person. And then ask yourself, do I want to improve this relationship? And if yes, where can you drop expectations? Where can you stop controlling? Where can you stop manipulating? And how can you accept them for who they are without ever expecting them to be a different version? If they want to grow, if they want to change, that is their choice. But can you love them unconditionally, regardless of the choices that they make, regardless of the way that they speak to you, regardless of the way that they treat their friends, regardless of the way that they treat their parents or your parents. Loving someone unconditionally literally means without condition. There's nothing they can do to make you love them any less. And that's the beautiful thing about a marriage or any committed relationship, I believe the other person's only job, only job is just to exist in this world. And our job is to love them. And guess what? Loving someone feels really, really good. Hating someone really sucks. And I think we've all felt that before. Like hating on someone feels terrible. Like causes a physiological reaction in your body that's not pleasant, right? Gets you heated, gets gets you worked up, it feels heavy. It's it's like this it's just a bad energy. But when you love someone and love someone unconditionally, everything gets lighter and easier and feels better and warmer. And once you can lock that in, once you can harness that unconditional love, I promise you, if you can do it for yourself and you can do it for your spouse, you can start doing it for whoever. And the great thing about love is that it never hurts and it's never painful. And when you can love your spouse unconditionally and drop the manuals you have for them, you get to appreciate them for who they are. And when you're constantly trying to change someone You're not appreciating anything about who they currently are. You're just thinking about a different version of them that they could be that you think's better for them or for you. And I don't think that's a beautiful thing. I think the beauty of love is accepting someone. And that includes yourself. When you love yourself unconditionally, you're accepting yourself as is, knowing that you're good enough and worthy enough as is. And if you want to continue to grow and to change and get better every day, that's fantastic. But I think that has to start with accepting where you are, loving yourself as you are. So please share this with someone you think could benefit from hearing it. Please share this with your friends, with your spouse, with your parents, with your kids, if they're old enough or interested enough in podcasts. Um, I 
really want to grow my podcast and it has been growing pretty well, but I will never put content out just to put content out. I always try and really do well thought out episodes that I think can really change someone's life. I don't, you may not, your life may not be changed by every single episode, but my goal is that at least one person hears an episode and it's, it's completely changes their life or just completely changes their perspective or gets the wheels turning a little bit. And that's, that's really my only goal. And I think that I have a lot of knowledge to share that can really help people in their businesses and their relationships and with especially their relationship with themselves and their mindset. So please share this uh, with as many people as you can think of that it would help. And please feel free at any time to challenge me on anything that I say on my episodes because I always speak from the heart. I always speak from experience and from my life and I 100% believe everything that I'm saying. So if you don't, which I know that there's not a chance everyone that listens to this agrees with everything. There's just not a chance. I encourage you to challenge me. Um, Send your questions to me. You can email me. You can call me. You can text me. Maybe don't call me with questions about the podcast. But um, seriously, you're more than welcome to comment and share your story and challenge anything on here because I think it's only going to give me more content to make even better, even deeper episodes that really challenge other people's challenges, which is a great thing. So share this, challenge something that you don't agree with, and we will keep growing this podcast. And I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a fantastic week. And I hope that you guys can love the people that are closest to you unconditionally this week.